Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. It's really interesting when you start to develop your mediumship abilities, how many different areas of your life that development touches. It is more than just communicating and bringing through evidential messages. When you are developing mediumship, you are not only being that conduit for spirit to bring through those messages, but you are also spiritualizing yourself. And what I mean by that is you're allowing the power of the spirit to touch your soul and to awaken areas within you that perhaps you haven't been aware of before, or areas within your soul that you have suppressed or have tried to ignore it and kind of keep in the closet. And when we are working mediumistically, those things come to the surface to be revealed and healed. And you will find that the more that you heal, the more accurate the information comes. So I really want to talk about the mind of the medium because we've talked about the different reasons why we sit in the power. We sit in the power to be able to connect with our own soul and to build up our own energetic power, our psychic power. But then we also sit in the power to allow the spirit world to gather close, to share that space with us and to develop us, to adjust our energy as needed, to develop us so we can become those stronger mediums that we desire to be. And personal development and and self-reflection, it is invaluable for mediums. I, I, I can't even say how enough, how important it is for mediums to do this because You know, it's so important to be aware of how our own feelings and our own beliefs can influence our mediumship and how to ensure that we're not projecting our own thoughts, our own feelings and stuff onto the spirit. Or in other words, allowing our unresolved stuff to be a filter, which then alters the information that's coming from the spirit world. And I'm going to share and expand upon that in a bit more. You know, if we're taking the time to reflect on our own thoughts and our feelings and how they may be actually influencing our mediumship, that can really help us to become better mediums and to sure that those communications with the world of spirit are as pure and as accurate as possible. Through spirit communication, Your mind as the medium, your conscious mind, and your physical senses become slightly disengaged in order to make room for the subconscious and the unconscious mind to really step forward. This is going to allow you as the medium to become an observer to the information that is coming from the spirit communicator and for evidence to be transmitted through your auric field into your awareness. Okay, so when we talk about the clairs, we talk about how we perceive the information from the world of spirit, but how that first happens is that that information comes from the spirit, it gets conveyed through our auric field and gets filtered through 
the appropriate clair in which we can best receive it. And again, remember we've talked about previously, some people are more stronger in a clair or specific clair. So chances are our spirit is going to direct it with that with that uh, intention of it being felt through your clairsentience or being impressed in your mind's eye through the gift of clairvoyance, okay? So the conscious mind does not interfere with this process. At least we're trying, that's the whole intent. We don't want that conscious mind to interfere because when it does, then it really muddies the water and then we can actually lose our link with the spirit. And instead, we want our mind as the medium to just allow that information to pass through without really trying to analyze it or think about it. This is why many times, you know, if a medium is in the power and they're sharing information, sharing evidence, often they say they don't remember what they've given afterwards. And I know for myself, this is quite true. You know, I may have somebody who will come up to me after I've done a demonstration, for example, on the platform and you know, maybe they're the first or second person I've given a reading to. And then afterwards, they'll come up and say, oh, do you remember when you said this to me tonight? And I go, um, a little? Because it's not for me to hold on. As a medium, it's not for, it's not our job to hold on for, to that information. It is for us to simply give. So think of it as like that information is passing through a door from the world of spirit through to you and then you're sending it through another door to go to the recipient it's true that we often don't realize the amount of information that's actually stored in our subconscious and conscious minds we may be influenced by these hidden thoughts without even realizing it and that potential is there to sabotage our mediumship process this is real and it is important to recognize that the filters that we have in place in order to work through them with practice by sitting in the power through the spiritualization of self, it is possible to break through these filters and open up communication with the spirit realm. It's also possible to get to know and then understand your filters in order to work with them really in a more positive and productive way. Mediumship requires an open and a clear connection between you, the medium, and the spirit world. Unfortunately, we all have our own filters, and they can prevent us from establishing or maintaining a clear connection with spirit. And these filters are usually the byproduct of our own fears, doubts, and beliefs that can actually stop us from truly connecting with the spirit world. And it's important to acknowledge our own filters and work to release them so that we can create a strong and positive connection with the world of spirit. And also so that we can bring through more accurate and specific information. When we become more aware of our own filters, and we can do this by sitting in the power through meditation, through journaling, through self-reflection, we can also be mindful of how they affect the types of evidence we get from spirit. Also, the types of communicators that we bring through from the world of spirit and our ability to receive and communicate with spirit. Filters can be a very interesting concept as they can be both conscious and unconscious. We may be aware of certain filters we have, you know, such as ones that prevent us from having certain experiences or those that dictate how we interact with the world around us. But they're also 
the more hidden filters that are buried away in our unconscious minds that are rooted in experiences or emotions that at times can be really difficult to access or even process. These filters can have really a particularly strong influence on our psychic and mediumistic connections because they shape the way that we interpret and understand the information from spirit. And this is why it's really important that we don't interpret because otherwise our filter comes into play and we completely change what spirit is actually trying to convey to the recipient. So by understanding our filters, we can become more aware of them and then work to consciously shift our perspective when we're engaging with the world of spirit. And you might be kind of thinking right now, what is she talking about filters? Let me talk to you a little bit more about that. So here's an example of some filters. And I would actually make a note of it because this may be something that you've not even thought about before. Some filters we might have could be like unresolved issues of the medium. Perhaps you've gone through some past hurt, trauma, or grief that you haven't fully processed and healed When you're working with spirit, there could be triggers that come up, and then that creates a filter on how you're receiving info from spirit. Prejudices of the medium. You know, we all like to think we're spiritual, but we do have certain prejudices. And, you know, here's a couple of examples. Racism, ageism, homophobia, religious prejudice. You know, we could have prejudices against people from different social or economic backgrounds. We could have prejudices that have been passed down from our family. There's all of these different things that we may not even be aware of until we take that time to actually process and look at and work through them. The medium's perceptions of the spirit world and the process of mediumship, this is something that can cause a lot of prejudice within mediumship. There are so many different thoughts on how mediumship should be done, shouldn't done. Like what happens to the spirit after they've passed? Do they go right to the spirit world? Are they in a holding place? Are they in a hall of rest? You know, what happens to a spirit when um, they've passed from a tragic death? Or what happens to a spirit when they've passed by suicide or they've been murdered? There's all these different thoughts and it can really influence how, one, you work with the spirit world, two, how you interact with other mediums. And Another prejudice, and this is a big one, believe it or not, is I'm not good enough. That kind of stuff can be really detrimental to your mediumship. And we're going to delve into that a little bit more here. You know, any kind of unresolved issues that you have, you're going to find that when you do this work, the longer that you stick to it, these things are going to come up and they're going to be really brought very, very clear to you. Like, oh my goodness, I need to heal this. Um, Because you become so uncomfortable that you just, it almost feels like you don't have another choice. But yet the spirit world's there to help you through it. You know, bottom line, mediums are no different from anybody else. You know, we can have our own unresolved issues and stuff. You know, those experiences from, let's say, from past lives or traumas or spiritual blocks, you know, conflicts that we've experienced in the past. We've all got a story. We all have a background. But, you know, these unresolved issues can manifest physically, mentally, emotionally, 
all different kinds of ways. You know, maybe you're somebody that feels really overwhelmed or anxious or disconnected. It's important that we as mediums become aware of these unresolved challenges or issues or areas of our life, you know, as they can really affect the accuracy of our readings. You know, acknowledging and working through the issues can really help improve our readings and create a deeper sense of clarity. So, for example, if you're somebody that has experienced a lot of trauma but hasn't worked through that, whether that be through uh, counseling or through uh, different types of spiritual practices, you know, you're going to find that mediumship is going to be a little bit more challenging for you because the communicator is trying to share information and it's working its way through the filter that is a little bit cloudy. So this is where the spiritualization of self is so, so important. You know, prejudices of the medium, you know, it is true that we all have some sort of prejudice or stereotyping. And, you know, this can make it difficult to be an unbiased medium. Now, it doesn't mean we're all racist or have issues like that, but we can have belief systems where we feel very, very strongly about it, but it can create a bit of a barrier between us, other people, and the world of spirit. However, it's really important to remember that we're all unique individuals and our differences should be celebrated, not judged. As a medium, one of our most important tasks is to provide a safe and welcoming place for people that we work with. And it's essential to be aware of our own biases and really strive to create this atmosphere of acceptance, respect for everybody that we are communicating with, the living and the discarnate. By really becoming cognizant of our own prejudices and striving to be open-minded and non-judgmental, which can be challenging at times. There's nobody that is exempt from that. We can really create this more inclusive and understanding within our mediumship experience for our clients. Mediums' beliefs and perceptions of the spirit world and the process of mediumship. So I kind of briefly touched on it, but I want to expand on it a little bit more. You know, why do we believe about the spirit world? Where is it? Who gets in? Who doesn't? How do we communicate? Do you go to your first or second husband or wife when you die? You know, those are just a few of the questions that many people are going to ask us. And we start to gain an awareness of those answers when we unfold our abilities. But our perception, our understanding may be different from other people. The wonderful thing about our mediumship reflecting us is that our awareness will also conform to the beliefs that we hold about it. So what do I mean by that? Some people are going to have certain ideas of what happens to us. Again, like after we crossed over, I briefly talked about that. But you know, some people have ideas about why that happens. Communication with the spirit world does happen. And some people go, well, how does it work? And why doesn't it? You know, people are going to always have different conflicting ideas. And the more that you start working with 
the spiritual community and classmates, you're going to find that people come from all different walks of life and they may have religious or um, cultural backgrounds that influence their, their understanding and their belief. And what's beautiful about spirituality is that we have the ability to be very open and welcoming and inclusive in those beliefs. Because if we understand that we come from the source one source. That means that we're all connected and that there is space for everybody to have the liberty to believe and express what they do as long as that we are being non-judgmental and being very warm and loving. And the relationships that we develop with people, whether it be clients or peers or just people in our lives really does have an impact on our mediumship. You know, some people believe in God. Some people don't believe in God. But the most important thing, what I'm really trying to get home here today for you guys is that it's really important that we take time periodically to examine what we think to examine what we feel, what we know, and to really be open to learning from our experiences and then welcoming in new ones. You know, by being somebody who's open and willing to learn, you will evolve and grow not only as a person, but as a medium. And another thing I wanted to just briefly talk about, you know, when we're developing our mediumship, we like to be validated in the information that we're giving. We want others to believe us. We, you know, believe what we're saying, and we want them to believe that we are, in fact, having direct communication with the spirit world. When we encounter people who don't believe in mediumship, and believe it or not, there's a lot of people out there. I have even had clients that have booked a private reading with me, and they have told me, I don't believe in any of this. I said, well, why are you here? Well, I just wanted to see what was going to happen. All right. I'm not out to prove anything. I'm just there to bring through a link with the spirit and share what I get. But you are going to encounter people like that should you pursue this further. Let's be honest, our natural humanness wants to be right. We want people to believe us. We, you know, we want to be able to be celebrated in our abilities and to be celebrated that we're developing and we want to be acknowledged. Yes, we got it right. Like who doesn't like getting a yes? It's awesome. It helps build our confidence. But there's going to be those other times where you're going to encounter experiences that are really opposite to that. So, you know, those moments are really, really tough for developing mediums because you then begin to question your self-worth. We lose trust in ourselves. We lose trust in the world of spirit. And then what happens? We begin to close down and we bring that work field really close to our body. You know, that will actually make it more difficult for us to receive clear and accurate and specific information. Developing empathy is an important part of self-awareness. It's going to encourage us to look beyond our ego and to recognize the feelings and perspectives of others. You know, when we're able to do this, it can help us move out of our own egos and can also open us up to more of the spirit realms. You know, in addition, I really want to say something that I think is important. When we practice self-awareness without denying, without avoiding things that we identify with, such as like thoughts and beliefs, we're able to benefit from the psychological and emotional healing. Be mindful of your feelings. Be mindful of other people's feelings. 
we can become more connected to the spirit world and to ourselves when we do that. And why I wanted to share all of this stuff with you today is because the mind of the medium is the most important thing. It is so powerful. It is the arena where our mediumship works or it does not. And we all have filters. I do too. I'm your teacher, but I do too. But you get to a point where it's like, it's okay. I'm honoring that. I'm good. No problem. But we do need to take the time to address them. And it's true. A lot of people think I'm spiritual. Or no, I'm not saying me, but they think they're super spiritual. Well, guess what? They probably got more issues than Carter's got peanuts. When you do this work, you're going to find there's going to be seasons of your life where things are just ebbing and flowing and it's great. Then there's going to be other times where you're really struggling. Honor those seasons of your life, but remember that your spirit helpers are there to allow your stuff to come to the surface, to be healed, to be looked at. It really is the spiritualization of self is one of the most neglected areas of mediumship development. If we understand that our inner healing, our spiritualization of self, our practices, everything we do outside of class is so important. It's actually reflected in our mediumship. In other words, a bypro- the byproduct of our mediumship is about what we do outside of class. It's more than the hour or two hours a week you're putting in. Believe me, believe me. So when you find yourself going through a funk and you're feeling confused and all these emotions are coming up, it's okay. Recognize it's meant to, and you're not losing your way. You are good enough. You're more than good enough and that you're going to have stuff come up and it's uncomfortable and it sucks, but it's so worth it. When you do the work, you become a clearer channel for spirit, which is why spirit digs up all this junk. Now, they don't dig it all up at once. Believe me, they don't. Thank God. (laughs) I don't know if I'd have the stamina to deal with all my stuff at once. Believe me. But what I will say is that they bring up what is needed for you. And for many of you whom I've spoken to, several of you over the last week, I really wanted to share this stuff with you because there's the self-doubt, there's the questioning, there's the, oh, I don't know what's going on. It's not working or it's working then it's not working or, oh, I just feel like crying and I don't know why. It's all good. That That's part of it. Allow yourself to work through that because if you don't, It creates like a total block. I really gave you guys a lot of information, but I think it was necessary, really necessary to give you some understanding and clarity. One, to let you know you're not alone. Two, what you're going through is completely normal. Three, we all have issues and we need to work through them if we're going to do this work. And whether you develop mediumship to connect with your loved ones or you are developing it with the hopes of being able to help serve people, this is stuff that's going to come up for you. Mediumship is far more than just giving messages. And any good medium will tell you that. Any good teacher will tell you that. And I've trained with wonderful mediums. And that has been something that has always come up. And I am so grateful for Because I can teach you techniques and all that kind of stuff. But it will be limited. It's like having your one foot in the door and the other foot out. You're not going to get for it. And each of you have been guided here for specific reasons. So if you need, listen back to this. 
and just allow it to find its place of rest within you because spirit has been guiding me for over a week to give you this information. And I finally finished putting it together today in a way that hopefully makes sense and resonates, but also gives you a feeling of being empowered. Okay, this is temporary. Okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. Okay, I'm going to, you know, bear down and just work through this stuff. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to mediumcourtneydawson.com or check me out on Instagram at mediumcourtneydawson. Have a great day, guys.